When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Now, the Ryan Kelly Morning After, KPN-TFM, HD2. About to be popping some champagne, get the Chardonnay ready high, cause I was getting high. And you know what happens when I was getting high, we're going to be partying like 2006 again. You know, yes, they do, it's me, the truest red bird in our hearts. So many pennies, we should hang them from the arch. I love my birds on my chest, I love my birds on my hat. As long as that bird red, I'ma put it on my bat. I love my birds on my chest. I love my birds on my back. As long as that bird red, I'ma wear it on my hat. Yep. Chambers, you my boy. Yep. Scored on a wild pitch or is it a pass ball against the Cubs? Saturday afternoon, is that a Saturday? Something like that. He could scamper. He could, I don't know why he'd be your boy. He didn't play much, really. The uh, Ryan Kelly morning after. Welcome, friends. The 8 o'clock hour getting underway at 847. Jackson, how does QFTA sound to you today? Uh, we got a couple sound stories today. Oh, Bill, Bill, Bill. Who has that? Doug, you have one today. Two. two. Oh, you have two? Yeah, Let's play two, Ernie Banks. Two. Yeah, both on Zoom, so I kind of got to be uh, Okay, fair enough. In. I can do tomorrow. All right, Thursday. fair enough. Thursday, I'm free. That sounds like a plan. Sweet. I got a match on Thursday. All right. I'm playing with the Hentral boy. Oh, you are? Uh, next week. We have our tournament next week, but I also have a match this week. So I'm going to miss time. That means I'm going to miss some balloon party, Jackson. You know how that's going to play. <laughs> well, Jackson has no comment. Yeah, Jackson has no comment. Is he on the phone with Caller Ellen again? Where are you now, Jackson? <laughs> some guy calling the Riz show, thinking it's the Riz show. Oh. I was like, oh, I must have the wrong number. I was like, yeah. well, you want to talk to the fellas? And he said, no. No, I don't. He just hung up. No, I don't. nailed it. Uh, Larry Nichols on the line, isn't he? Yeah. Doug, it's time oh, for the WWE nice. recap. Iggy, right when you got back, perfect timing. Hello, Nixie. Good morning, Doug. How are you guys doing? Fine. You? I'm doing great. Good. What's new in your life? Anything big? No. All right, then. Uh, how's the television you're watching? Good. It masterminds the book burns. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Every week. You watching the game show network? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun. What's the uh, on the itinerary for today? Nothing much. Well, sounds like you're leading an exciting lifestyle. Yeah. You fit right in with ours. Yeah. So, what happened on the presentation last evening? Uh, it was supposed to be a uh, rematch between Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch. Yeah. Well, the bell rang, and... Chris Cash's protege, Zoe Stark, interfered. Then the bell rang again. 
That was the end of it? Later on, what? That was the end of it? Yeah, definitely Chris Jazz didn't want to have the match in Houston, Texas. But WWE official Adam Pierce said, you're going to have the match tonight. Oh. But they, Chris Jazz and Zoe Stark had other plans. What other plans? Ah. They didn't, they didn't want to have the match. Because wow. it was in Houston? Yeah, Houston, Texas, yes. Okay. In case you were thinking. And then and then later on that night, Chris Fadis and Zoya Dark were gloating about what happened. And then Ann Pierce said, Chris, you're going to have the match in two weeks in Canada. And everything, Zoya Dark's banned from the inside. Yeah, well, as long as it's not in Houston, right. I'm fine with it. And then so that's it. That's what happened. They didn't. They, there was no match. That was the show. I was good to it, Doug, until you interrupted. Okay, sorry. Ah. And then they made a match with a tag team match, which pitted Justin Day members, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio versus the current reign of World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins and his tag team partner, one half of the Undisputed Tag Champs. And the judgment day was proven to the win, but it didn't happen. So the winners of the match are Seth Rollins and Sammy Zayn. Zach Zayn. Okay. Damn pain. Sammy Zayn. Billy Zayn. Oh, yeah. He was in Back to the Future and Titanic. But I don't think people think of Billy Zane as being in Back to the Future. Maybe Titanic and then maybe flies under the radar a little bit for his appearance in Zoolander, Doug. Remember that? I don't remember him in Zoolander. Wasn't he was just a bad guy in Titanic. Bad guy in Back to the Future. And I think See? bad guy really, uh, to an extent, maybe not bad guy, but negative connotation in his appearance in Zoolander. Right, Larry? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy Zane's wrestling now? No, no, I did. Sammy. Zane. Sammy Zane. Oh, his brother. Okay. That's correct. Is he Cal Huxtable? Huxtable was Bill Cosby. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Cal was, Huxley? Yeah, was it Cal Huxley on Titanic? I, I, I don't just know. don't know. He played uh, Cal Huxley. Yeah, nailed it, Tim. Thanks. You like okay. lamb? Right, sweet pea? <laughs> what is going on with this report? Well, he ordered for Kate Winslet. That's what the rich people do. We'll have the lamb, rare... Very little mint sauce. You like uh, lamb, right, sweet pea? Sweet pea. Go the on. riches, they like lamb? Buh. Well, they, do, hmm. they order for their wives and don't even ask them if they want it mm-hmm. until afterwards. Oh, you like lamb, don't you, sweet pea? Very little mint sauce. It's called mint jelly, dumbass. Oh, God. Billy Zane has cooled off since Titanic, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, in, a mo- <laughs> he was in a movie where he was shipwrecked. With his wife and another guy, and his guy, he, oh, got, no. he got cucked by the other guy. Oh, on an island, no. And he killed them both on the beach. Well, no. Yeah. Spoiler alert, what was the name of that picture? I can't remember. It was just some, some C-list movie. Mm-hmm. That's what he. C-list. That's what it's come to for him. Okay. Yeah, they were on like a, a private yacht or something, and they got caught in a storm, and they got shipwrecked. Dead calm. Okay. Uh, good or bad? It came out in 89. I've never seen that. <laughs> what, a, what a bad movie until he started killing people. You don't like the killer. I didn't watch that movie. Nicole Kidman's in it. Was she the cuckstress? I don't know. I don't Sam Neill. I don't believe so. I think she was one of the rich people, one of the, the rich couple that was on the boat. 
know, she didn't get caught. He always plays a wealthy guy on a boat, doesn't he? The girl that got caught uh, became very well-known just for her boobs. Oh, gosh. God. Because she got nice. naked in this movie. Can we wrap up the wrestling report, please? Are we even on that anymore? What <laughs> else happened, Larry? Uh, Gunther challenged uh, Chad Gable to a five-minute beat-the-clock challenge. Yeah. But when the time ran out, the main announcer was going to announce Chad Gable the winner, but Gunther won more time. And he got it, and uh, got the one out way in the match. Hmm. Jackson Brown did a song, didn't he? It's like that. Mom and Dad are home playing Beat the Clock. Is that a game what show? What call that? I don't know. How about this, uh, Larry? Uh, Billy, Billy Zane was originally cast as Johnny Castle in Dirty Dancing, but then during auditions... Uh, the choreographer realized that he couldn't dance, and so they pulled Billy Zane from the role that eventually went to Doug. Can I have initials? P.S. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Paul Swayze. No. Nope. Oh. Patrick Swayze. I think Kevin Bacon was in that movie too. He was going to be the lead. I thought Kevin Bacon was in Dirty Dancing. Doug was Kevin Bacon in Dirty Dancing. I think so. I thought, so he's in dancing movies in the 1980s. Well, and Billy Zane's in rich ship movies. Yeah, shipwreck movies. I I don't, the ship always goes down. I don't think he was in Dirty Dancing. He wasn't? No, I think Pat, I think you're thinking Mark of Patrick Bates. Swayze. <laughs> well, I don't get Patrick Swayze and Kevin Bacon. Dude, confused. we get it. You work out, guy. Yeah, you work out, guy. I think Kevin Bacon was also in Ghost. <laughs> no, that was Swayze. Work, bitch. Oh, that's right. I loved him, and I loved uh, Kevin Bacon and Roadhouse, though. Jerry Orbach was in there. That's for yeah. sure. He, he was also Lumiere in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Sam Elliott was in there, too. Yeah. In Dirty Dancing? No, in Roadhouse. They're doing a uh, remake of Roadhouse with... Um, <laughs> I can't My head think. hurts right now. Jackson, who's uh, the lead in the remake of Roadhouse? Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? Billy Zane. No, I don't think so. No, I'm looking it up. It says Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jack Jackson. Gyllenhaal is playing Jake. the bouncer. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is playing the bouncer. He's a big guy. He can get big. Um, McGregor is also apparently in it. Yeah, McGregor's in there too. Oh, the place where that uh, guy from San Diego was watching Missouri and Blaine Gabbert shocked the world. <laughs> I watched the McGregor uh, documentary over the weekend. Can I just stop my country, please? Can we please finish the wrestling report? Yes, let's hear your countries, Larry. <laughs> There are five will be Greenland. Yeah. Okay. Not not as much activity there as you would think. I know where Billy Zane's hanging out. Yep. It's Iceland. There are four Australia. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Number three will be New Zealand. Okay. Number two, Canada. Mm-hmm. Number one, United States of America. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. I know that was exhausting for you, Larry. Thanks for schooling us to get to those. Larry, God bless you and uh, God bless these United States of America. Yeah, All right, Larry Nixie. Nickel updating us on the comings and goings and goings and comings with Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. The shit movie. Can we also get a sponsorship for Iggy's Daily Perv Update, where he talks about nudity in a movie like he's a 12-year-old boy? Mm-hmm. Get out of the house every once in a while, you Hoosier hermit. That's from Arbor Day. Oh. Kevin Bacon wasn't in Roadhouse, you leather backseat turtle? It's from Ray King, and boy, look at the picture that he sent in. There's a gentleman with a very hairy back, large waist, grasping him from behind Doug as he plays the role of Kate Winslet in Titanic, and the hairy back man is playing the role of 
Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. It doesn't like sound pleasant. And they're on a dinghy. <laughs> it looks like Gareth. And I know that Kevin Bacon wasn't in Roadhouse, dumbass. I was kidding. Oh. If you would have paid attention to the segment we were doing, I named him. I named him in every Patrick Swayze, Swayze movie. So. I'm working with KG on something that will blow everyone's minds. That's from Mr. Licks. Yeah, well, you two are such great friends. Jackson, uh, I just saw your latest post um, <laughs> from St. Louis Starter Pack's timeline of a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, August 2023, my team is growing. Looking for nine hashtag boss babes to join me oh. this month to take advantage of some crazy specials. OMG, you will not believe this. Then in October of 2023, okay, guys, stepping out of my comfort zone here and doing something crazy. Who's coming with me on this crazy journey? Then November 2023, uh, you guys are not going to believe this new product. Wow, get your pre-orders at ASAP as this will go quick. Hashtag game changer. Mm -hmm. uh, then uh, January of 2023, this last weekend in Orlando left me so inspired, and my cup is overflowing. Now is the time to join me on this journey. Who is next? Sounds great. Uh, <laughs> uh, February through April of 2024, <laughs> after some soul-searching, God has told me I need to spend more time with my babies. This phase of my life was so rewarding, but it's time for my next season. Blowout special on all <laughs> products <laughs> for the next week only. Uh, May 2024, radio silence. <laughs> August 2024, okay, I didn't think I'd be back in social marketing, but this opportunity is too good to pass up. <laughs> Who is ready to join me on this crazy journey? Jackson, I mean, that feels like that's hitting close to home, and it might be going after the stay-at-home <laughs> Ledoux, or the self-made stay-at-home Ledoux mom. Yeah, you know, it's tough. Sometimes uh, makes some people look in the mirror. You know, maybe that flat belly tea you're selling isn't necessarily hot as you think it is. Doug, are you ready to go with me on this crazy you know, journey? There's a conference in Orlando. Have you ever had a friend that got involved in one of those and nagged you to, to join up and go yes. listen to a presentation or something? Sweet, sweet Kai, Jackson. No. No, I tell you, when I was in the depths of the pandemic applying for jobs before I got this job, like the one was like the marketing company who... Uh-oh. I... <laughs> Call, I apply, and then 25 minutes later, they wanted me to come in for an interview. <laughs> yeah. I was very suspect of it. Well, isn't that what happened with this? You emailed me like at 1.15, and I emailed you at 1.25, and I think we hired you at 1.30? Yes, well, it's, uh, that was that felt different than this one. This felt like, like yes, please, come in, but like also like make sure you dress to impress. I'm like, how could you email me so fast to come in, yet kind of dangle it like I need to work to get this job? <laughs> was it telemarketing? Oh, it was like, yeah, I don't want to get too deep uh -oh. into it, but like, you know how it is, like stand at a wholesaler and sell internet to people who aren't there to buy internet. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you don't want to do that. Right. How many jobs do you apply before you got this one? Mm, 150. No nice. kidding. Yep. Literally 10 a day. Yeah. So this was kind of like a last resort thing for you? I could see how it would be. No, I got like three responses. All no's. Oh. It was the pandemic and I have a job and I had a degree in sports. I so are your, useless. your parents upset that you had to settle for this? No, they couldn't have been more thrilled. Oh, I thought they had big mm, plans I'm going to call. The, the octave was slightly higher. Yeah. No, they were. They were really excited. Got higher again. I'm going to call on the turn. I'm probably going to make a play on the river if oh. I don't hit my flush draw. If they're good parents, which they are, you have great parents. Thank you. They would be happy if their son's happy. Isn't Thank that God. the name of the game? Yes. 
Right, and that's exactly what they are. And you feel like they wanted you out of the house as quickly as possible? That that I can't confirm, yeah. It's not a, yeah, as, a contrary to popular belief. Ranch home, no basement, just one floor. Not necessarily a ton of space for everybody, especially in my later years. Not so. what they say about that house on Balloon Party. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes reality doesn't match people's narratives. You had a privileged background. You had a pool. I lived in a great area. Yes. Did you have a pool? Yes. Oh, sure I did. Mm. It was a lot. It was just the three of us, so it was perfect size. But once I got a little older, it got a little cramped, especially in the pandemic when no one was leaving the house. You're having five kids in a two-bedroom house. This is. It sounds like Doug saying you had you had a house. We, we would have loved a house. <laughs> yeah, just any kind of roof would have been nice. My mom had a from. bedroom. My two sisters shared a bedroom, and then me and my two brothers had a bedroom downstairs in the basement with three bunk beds. Cool down there, though. Yeah, it was. We had fun down there. We lived in a cardboard box along the median <laughs> yeah, strip of Highway 40. Yeah. And we were happy to have it, frankly. You have a hot plate? No, nothing got hot. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't have heat yet. The, the earth was still very much in its cold phase. Ice Guys, one of my friends is in deep with a made-up MLM. Is that multi-level marketing, Doug? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've blocked her on every social, and my wife is pretty much done, too. But she has a real job. Just why? That's from the Crestwood <laughs> Coyote. Well... And then you make money off the people below you, and you promise them they're going to make money off the people below them. You call every relative, every neighbor. It's a Ponzi uh, scheme. Stuff. Yeah, it was... I was, uh, I will not give the name. However, uh, someone uh, in St. Louis sports media, uh, who I had known for a while, uh, said, hey, can we get together? Uh, I'd love to get together, have something going on, and wanted to get together. And he said, it's Schneidhorse. Doug, I'm a big fan. May it rest in peace. Sure. Yeah, I love Schneidhorse. Um, now the uh, Starbucks is there with white Range Rovers. And I said, sure. And then this person proceeded to pitch me on, God, what is the name? It's like a juice, but it's in a wine bottle or something. And oh. it is absolutely hmm. textbook multi-level marketing. Yeah. And it was... Alarming. I didn't see it coming. That was a breaking ball that froze me. That's what Mary Kay Cosmetics were, wasn't it? In that multi-level marketing? Uh, yeah, they have people over at the house, and then you sell them yeah. the stuff, and then they buy it, and they sell it to their friends, and then right. you get money if they sell it, buy mm -hmm. the stuff. Yeah. But if you're good at it, you get a pink Cadillac. All right. Yeah, used to. I, you don't see many of those around anymore. Yeah. You know, I had an idea last night. Oh, See no. if anybody wants to take take this over. Yeah. Well, don't yeah. say it. If it's a great idea, don't yeah, tell anyone. You feel like KG uh, Notan's taking your well, idea. I don't have the money to, to, to do it, so if somebody has money and wants to do it. What is the uh, main ingredient in uh, tequila that they grow? Looks like a, almost like a, like a big pineapple, but it's... Agave? Is it guava? Agave? Agave? I, I guess Agave. we could look that up. Yeah. It's I just, don't think that's out there. It, it, I'm sure it would No, be. but it's a, it's a big fruit. It's kind of a good-looking fruit. It's like a... It's like a you bang that fruit? Basketball, but it looks like a pineapple. Mm. They should make the bottle look like that. Nice. People buy... That's it? That's the idea? People, yeah. People buy buy liquor depending on if it's good liquor, but they, they'll they buy it for the bottle. How good looking is the bottle? Tequila is made from the Weber Blue Agave plant. Oh, agave. yeah, my Weber Agave kettle. Tequilana. Somebody come up with a good tequila. Which is a long, large, succulent... Spike leaves, similar to aloe vera. Only found in the Jalisco Highlands of Mexico. What that? Yeah. Well, only tequila can be called that. So if you look at some of the good tequilas, um, 
they have nice looking bottles. Yeah, it does look like a pineapple. Yeah. So if you just made the bottle look like that, and say a celebrity, George Clooney made millions off of his tequila. Didn't Ryan Gosling make a bunch of money off a drink? Yeah, I think Pete Diddy has a tequila. Pete Diddy. You're thinking of Ryan Reynolds and gin. Ryan Reynolds, yes. Um, a lot of them. Billy D. Williams and Cole 45. <laughs> we just get close. If you know what we're talking about, that counts. <laughs> a lot of them. But if you have a celebrity who wants to come out with a tequila and then make the bottle look like the aguava plant. Well, why don't we do that here? That aguava. knock that out? <laughs> People would buy that because the bottle is cool. Well, we've got glass bottling manufacturing facilities here at Hubbard. Wow. Where did we start it? Breaking news. Looks like you have an investor. I have money. I'd like to have that idea. Where do I wire the funds? Iggy, that's from Marvin Florison. Well, I'm not going to do it. No. <laughs> but Tim Burkhart, you? you well, he's already texted me. <laughs> and, uh, well, he texted me at 828. Going to have to double down on not having Iggy do the Milagro tequila reads anytime soon. Uh, then he just texted me now, agave, and then he said, do you mean like this? And then it is a picture of the Milagro tequila select barrel reserve silver, and there is an agave on the bottle. Oh, But the bottle is not shaped like an agave. Bottle. No, but you couldn't hold on to it. See, yeah, it's got all these bit. leaves and everything. Sure you can. That it's would got be all like these little things you could hold on to. Nice. Grasp it. But you might drop it. And Milagro is good tequila. I was making fun of Licks. Sponsor of the uh, Listener of the Month. I was yeah. making fun of Licks. You know, he's such a rich guy. He doesn't need free things. That's all I was saying, Timmy. Okay. And Timmy. Timmy, you and Timmy Burke. Like Mount Rushmore of Tim's. Tim. Tim. Well, Tim, it's just be four faces of you, Tim. Tim Conway was Tim. dwarf. Yeah, learns Tim. It's a nice play. Tim Meadows is on the show. Tim Meadows, yeah. The barrel guy, the other Tim McKernan. Tim McKernan, yeah. yeah. Did we say Tim Conway? Yeah, dwarf. Tim Hardaway. Yeah, dwarf, I like dwarf. Peace and entry to Tim Hardaway. Above the Rim. Was that Above the Rim? Tim El Tebow. Tim Tebow. Nice. You just naming Tim's now? Tim Tuffle. Well, yeah, we're trying to we're come, trying up to come with a good on, route, route, route rushing. Route rush. You guys are working on it. I'm going to do the, uh, the Ted Drews read because right now, that's the time to go, bro. Summertime. And the Ted Drews is perfect for you to stop by on Chippewa or South Grand. Uh, offering concrete, small shakes, sun does. Sunday. ice cream sodas. Quartz are also available. Ted Drew's frozen custard is incredibly delicious due to its rich and creamy texture, perfected recipe, premium ingredients, and the passion for creating an unforgetting frozen custard experience. Uh, I like that City Red. I was thinking about getting that last night for some reason, about going to Ted Drew's this week and getting the City Red. It's Ted's delicious vanilla custard blended with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's scotch oatmeal cookie served as concrete or as a sundae. Many, many more flavors to choose from. Ted Drew's, it really is good, guys and gals. Jackson, tell the people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Well Strategies. Do it now. Sure, Tim. He's a great communicator. I had uh, someone come up to me the other day and say, hey, I got my uh, first call with Mark Hanna coming up. What should I expect? I say, you just go in there with an open mind and you tell Mark everything that you're thinking and what you want to do and your plan and what he's going to do. He's going to convey a message that is so special back to you. He's going to let you know his plan back to you. It's so simple. Like I remember my first call with Mark Hanna and it was, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. I don't know anything about finance, but Mark Hanna lays it out so well. As Tim has said, he's a life Sherpa. Yeah, he is. And I think that's super important to know that like, like just going into it, just have an idea of what you want, just a very 
loose idea of what you want. Mark Hanna can really help you out. And if you make an adjustment down the road, he can help you out with that too. Anytime you get on the phone with Mark Hanna, you're going to be feeling better when you get off the phone than when you get on it. That's exactly why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna as well. There it is. 314-889-0503. Or go online at evergreenstl.com. Looking for a delicious treat? How about heavy smoke? Heavy smoke oh, yeah. barbecue. In St. Peter's, I-70 in the Cave Springs exit is where you will find the great Chris Schaefer, a three-time world championship barbecue winner. Chris com- competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions. Heavy Smoke is right off 70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs exit. On the outer road, Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party your mouth has ever experienced. Uh, and he does catering. Go to heavysmokebbq.com. You're having a party? Have Heavy Smoke cater the party. Heavy Smoke, BBQ.com, homemade sides. This guy's a barbecue genius. It's Chris Schaefer and Heavy Smoke. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Doug, he won it in the month of February with one phone call. Maybe he mm-hmm. will win it in the month of August with one phone call. Unbelievable breaking news here at 9-10 on August 1st of the trade deadline day. Our Cardinal insider, Natty Nate, oh, is with us great. here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. Good morning, Natty Nate. Good morning, gentlemen. Jack Flaherty has been stretched from tonight's game. He has been traded. Oh, wow. Breaking news. What's your I source? Just, where, where is he going? I just don't know yet. <laughs> oh. uh, that That is not confirmed as of yet, but he has been stretched. Are you waiting to have it confirmed from, by your source? Yes. He has been stretched from tonight's game. Yeah, I saw that Michaelis uh, is listed as a starter now. Yes. And so he has been traded? Well, I would I would assume so. Okay, <laughs> Doug, let's go with it. Well, we're just assuming now. Uh, Rosenthal's got nothing on you, buddy. Well, I mean, why? I mean, why would they? Why would they stretch him on the deadline day if he has? Well, Michaelis only had like eight pitches when he got thrown out of the game, so he's ready to go. Well, uh, well thank <laughs> oh, you. Oh, he's frustrated no. with you. Know, <laughs> that, yeah, Natty went full press. Natty Nate, are you mad at him? <laughs> thank you. That brings me to my next point. Okay. okay. You know, you know, Michaelis, he should not have even got a. Five game suspension, I'm, and I know he's appealing, appealing it, but he should never have got a five game suspension. Well, he intentionally threw it a batter. Doug, he only he 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 barely he barely hit his butt. <laughs> but he did intentionally do that. It was pretty clear, and that's the okay, rule. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. Well, I mean, look. Look at Saturday afternoon. Uh, uh, the one of Blue Jays, Pitchell hit uh, what's his face in the head with the uh, with a ball. Right. The ball. Okay. Why does he not get thrown out of the game? Well, because it wasn't deemed to be intentional. I mean, mistakes happen. 
Hap didn't mean to hit Contreras in the back of the head, but he did, and he wasn't suspended because it clearly was not intentional. Doug. 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 I don't know. Yes. Frank Cusimona. (laughs) Just because it was our guy who got suspended doesn't necessarily mean he shouldn't have been suspended. The rule is if you intentionally throw at hitters, you get suspended. You get thrown out of the game and suspended. Yeah, but people throw throw heads all the time, and they get thrown out of the game. They They do what to get thrown out? They throw at somebody's head, and they get thrown out of the game. So why, so why, why was the, uh, why, why, why was Alex Manea, Malaya, or Maneo the exception? Well, because it wasn't deemed to be on purpose. I uh, no. Well, my was wasn't on purpose either. Oh, I mean, it was clearly it on purpose. Been, it might have been, but it, <laughs> it might have been. It wasn't like he threw it. He threw it at like a hundred and five miles an hour. No, he, he didn't. Threw it at like ten miles an hour. Well, that's when you know he did it on purpose. He didn't want to hurt the guy, but he just wanted to hit him. So he threw a little eighty mile an hour breaking pitch at his butt. It, it does and seem that, like five games is a, is a little severe, but that's only what maybe one game for a pitcher. It's not a big deal. I don't kill. I don't kill. It should be none, or maybe one, maybe one. Yeah. Well, but you would you oh, would fine. agree that you can't intentionally throw at people without paying some kind of penalty, right? Well, they the umpires slowly headed out for us that game. Yep. There you go, Doug. Well, Back down. I don't know. Would you have been happy with a three-game suspension? Then he wouldn't have really missed a start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I mean, you just don't want him to miss a start. Yeah. Okay. Because if he say say he crosses up here tonight, we have no we have nobody tonight, and we have to go with an emergency pitcher. We might have to go with a bullpen start. Well, they're in last place, so it probably doesn't matter too much anyway. And I don't think well, they'll. I'm, he knows they're well, not going to ruling on his appeal tonight. That's why he's pitching. Yeah. I know, but I'm I'm just saying I I don't. I don't agree with a five-team suspension. Well, I know. A lot of people don't, but, but the, the rule is there that if you intentionally throw at a hitter, they're trying to protect the hitters because if you intentionally throw at somebody, you could end their career. You could injure their, themselves so badly that they deal with that the rest of their life, even though Michaelis didn't throw the ball that hard. If you're th- intentionally throwing at somebody, you can severely injure them. I don't, I don't, tell, so, I don't tell if that's intentional or not. What's his face should have got suspended too? Well, there are probably some who would agree with you. But Mania should have got suspended for throwing that uh that battle the other day. Yeah, I got hit. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a dangerous game and that's why the rules are set up to try to protect the hitters from getting hit. But sometimes just human beings being what they are, they make mistakes and the ball gets away from them. They don't mean to do it. Hap didn't mean for his bat to hit Contreras in the head. Oh, and they were laughing, and they were laughing after that happened. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of classless. I thought. Really, I mean, 
How how much more classless do you have to be? No, you don't have to be any more classless than that. Yeah, that was no good. I mean, I I just I just don't understand why he's getting a five game suspension. I know he's appealing it, but and how much how long does an appeal have to be? Because I, I don't I, know exactly I, on that. I would have thought it would have been. Oh, resolved by now. Yeah, you would think you could do that with about uh, 20 minutes of thought in the commissioner's office somewhere. Well, this commissioner is a douchebag. Oh, oh, gosh. That's a hot take. Wow. You got baseball games down under two and a half hours. And then we signed him for another four or five years. Yeah, he's good to like 2029 or something. Yay, whoopee. Oh, cut that off. Where's my oven mitt? Uh, Natty Nate, we got to wrap it up. Unfortunately, anything else you want to make sure you let Doug know? Uh, no. Yep. Not, not today. <laughs> All right. All right. Is. Thanks, Natty. There he is. Uh, so uh, TMA is exclusively reporting. Uh, Jack Flaherty has been traded per our baseball correspondent, Natty Nate. Uh, so, Doug, um, when that happens, let's just make sure we get the professional courtesy Credit. that that Jeff Passan and Ken Rosenthal extend uh, other baseball writers when they break the story. I think he did clarify it, that he's not sure. I think we're getting Tatis. I didn't take it that way. We probably <laughs> could. Clarity for Tatis. We probably could report Sign that. Sign and trade. Because you, you know he's going to be. It's going to happen, right? Well, we can report it's it right gonna now. It's going to happen. Cardinals Dude, are, if it Cardinals does not happen, and he, I just wouldn't understand. Uh, Angel of the Morning happens. After says, Natty Nate just wrapped up the listener of the mo- uh, decade, and it's only 2023. <laughs> um, so Derek Gould, Doug, uh, wrote this morning in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. You can read it right now online at stltoday.com. The Cardinals continue to draw interest in their top-pending free agent, right-hander Jack Flaherty, but the market for starting pitchers Monday seemed to idle. That's possibly because of the Mets' reported willingness to trade Justin Verlander and the focus he drew from teams looking for a starter. Um, So the Cardinals uh, are in a spot here where Flaherty... uh, has drawn interest from a handful of clubs per Derek Gould in the Post-Dispatch, including the Dodgers and Yankees. Baltimore has had talks with the Cardinals, but that was about Montgomery. The Dodgers also have been linked to Verlander, and it's not clear how high on their wish list Flaherty is, a Los Angeles native. As many as 10 teams vying for the postseason are shopping for rotation additions, and that group includes the Marlins, who had a scout present in Phoenix to evaluate Flaherty's most recent start. Uh, There are a few offensive players on the market and fewer still um, after the Cubs and Brewers added some offensive players on Monday. The Cardinals have fielded interest in Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Alec Burleson, uh, and they have not engaged in overtures for Lars Newtbar and Jordan Walker. Uh, Tommy Edmond prepares to return from the IL, so the Cardinals are gauging interest in Paul DeYoung, uh, who has a team option for 2024. Well, if, if you're a contending team and you see what these rental players are costing other teams, which doesn't appear to be a whole lot, why in the world wouldn't you want Flaherty? If it only costs you your 10th or 12th best prospect in A, what are you waiting on? Why wouldn't you? He's a guy that could win you a couple games down the stretch or maybe a playoff game or something. It makes all the sense in the world to take him. It's not like the Cardinals can demand your top prospect or 
one, even one of your top two or three prospects. They're not, they're not getting that kind of return for these guys. Buster only just tweeted. One staffer says there will be a barrage of starting pitcher deals completed today, maybe in the last couple of hours before the deadline, as desperation begins to factor in for buyers and sellers. Verlander, Flaherty, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Michael Lorenzen among the names in play in that corner of the market. Braves, Dodgers, Reds, Astros, Orioles among the primary buyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cardinals and Mariners, uh, I know that I was looking at that, and I think other people were as well as being a potential match. But now the Mariners look to be kind of pivoting off where they were. So a cardinal trade, unless they're just looking ahead to next year. Because I see they're looking to trade uh, Tasker Hernandez, who has swung and missed uh, more pitches this year than anybody. Uh, And he's a free agent after the year. And so they may want an outfielder in exchange. The Cardinals could potentially get a pitcher the Mariners certainly have some depth in young pitching that are that are already at the major league level I just don't know if they would part with those for who the Cardinals have in the outfield unless you would give away one of the big boys you know what I mean I don't think Dylan Carlson is going to get one of the Mariners top young major league starters no that's that's what I'm attempting to say and maybe I'm doing it poorly I doubt I am because I'm so talented and brilliant but I want to at least open up the possibility that I didn't do it well. Well, the starters are so important. You're not going to you're not going to acquire a below average outfielder who can't start on a last place team for one of your top young pitchers. It's not going to happen. Well, look at Verlander. <clears throat> look at Verlander. I mean, granted he was great last year and this year he's got a decent ERA. But if you if you trade for him, you got a 43 million dollar pay that's what he makes next year, $43 million yeah. for a 42-year-old pitcher. Then I think there's a vesting option of $35 million in 2025. That's a lot of money for a guy that's going to be 43 years old. Oh, yeah. Well, that's one thing they would talk about, that the team that has him now, the Mets probably have to pick up a lot of that contract to move Absolutely. Did They did that with the Rangers with yeah. uh, with Scherzer. Uh, Beer Cat's not happy, but it's not, not with Iggy. Uh, they were laughing because he had to throw at him a second time because he missed him the first time. And he hit him with the first pitch, he wouldn't have been ejected and wouldn't have been suspended. Do better next time. This oh. is not a Listener of the Month worthy call. Wow. I don't That's know. That's two Milagro Tequila Listener of the Months going back and forth there. He broke the Flaherty trade. Wow, 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 wow. There hadn't been one yet, by the way, if you're just tuning in. Yes. But we're just we, assuming there will be. We can confirm that the... Cardinals are talking to teams about Flaherty. Yeah. Nate got any SEC Cruton takes. I'd love to see him on one of my message boards. I'll give him my dog vent password if he wants. That's from Alan Dadeville. I guess dog vent is like Tiger Board. But for uh, Georgia fans, there is some Eli Drinkwitz news. And uh, Doug, I guess I'm getting better at teasing because I'm going to give it to you on the other side of the oh, break. I'd like to have it, yeah. Yeah, it's coming your way, Plowhawk. This will be your final segment before uh, your vacation. So, Take it off, baby. Uh, you're going to get a little uh, drink news. It's uh, coming your way here on the other side of the break. You'll listen to the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios. The Tim McCarthy.